the college football experience Vanderbilt Commodore season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a five hundred dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use it in their Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance at a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience, Vanderbilt Commodore season preview. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And we are talking Vanderbilt Commodore football here as the Clark Lee era, you know, essentially begins. Give me that Pick Dundee music. This is the Vanderbilt Commodores. Yes. James Franklin won what? Back to back nine win seasons, I think. If memory serves me correct, the Vanderbilt Commodores have been a rich program, all right? From Jay Cutler, you know, to some, they've had, they've produced some great defensive players. Uh, but no, this is a team that uh, I think could be on the verge of doing something nice. I like the Clark Lee hire. And when you really look at it, I know year one could be tough, but Vanderbilt, the SEC East, there's opportunity there. There is opportunity. Someone's got to win some of those games between the new coaches. So, yes, and Derek Mason coming off a no and nine season, but not that long ago. Not that long ago, Derek Mason, what, 2018 and 2016 took the Commodores to a bowl game. Yes. And uh, Franklin did have back-to-back nine wins. He's actually took them bowling three straight years. So in the past 10 years, they've been bowling five times. That's impressive. Um, and they're, they're uh, five and five against Tennessee, their rivals in Knoxville, which is unbelievable considering the, how bad they were the decades before that. So, I mean, you go back and look up I mean, in the eighties, short of 1982, they didn't have any winning seasons in the nineties. They didn't have any winning seasons. So uh, kind of a remarkable job uh, to get this program in a spot where they've been to five bowl games in the past decade. Uh, and I think Clark Lee is a good hire. I think Clark Lee, you know, he played fullback for uh, Vanderbilt back in the early two thousands. 
He's been uh, been running Notre Dame's defense, which was really good. When Elko left, they promoted him up, and I think it's a good hire. And I think he walks into a decent situation. Like I said, the SEC East has opportunity for wins, and and Ken Seals, that freshman quarterback from a season ago, I was impressed by. I know he was completing about sixty five percent of his passes as a freshman. I don't care how I don't care if it's a COVID season. That was pretty damn good. Um, they return seven starters on offense. And really, I think you can make a case that it's, that it's more than that because of COVID situations and opt outs and stuff like that. But uh, this offense wasn't very good a season ago, 125th uh, overall scoring offense, 113th rushing 72nd passing and 110th overall, but they did play an all sec schedule. So those stats uh, probably not as bad as we think you add into an FCS opponent and a couple other teams. Yeah. You probably have a much better offense, still not elite by any means, but uh, I, I, I like seals. I was completely impressed with Ken seals as a freshman. They almost beat Texas A and M last year, guys. They lost seventeen to twelve. They lost by five to Texas A and M. They lost by seven to Mississippi State. Lost by three to Kentucky. So they were in a few of those ones. They, yes, they got blown out by LSU and South Carolina and Missouri and 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 even Tennessee. But um, I thought, considering you're starting a freshman quarterback, you, walking into a decent situation, Clark Lee is um, the running back spot. Uh, Ramon Davis. Uh, this guy, I liked him like a little bowling ball, huh? Coming in from temple. He played good. I think him and uh, JV on Marlowe make it a decent backfield for, uh, for the Commodores. And then I even like the receiver spot, Cam Johnson, Amir, uh, Abdur Raham or Rahman um, and Chris Pierce jr. I, they're, they're all back. They should get better at that spot. They're all seniors. The offensive line, which was horrible last year, but I think when you think, when you consider that they had three opt outs and now they have 10 offensive linemen who have started games on this roster, you gotta like that. It matters really how fast can they, can they pick up the new offense and uh, can the defense do anything? Cause the defense did get hit. The defense just returns five starters, but once again, I guess if you're breaking in a new defense, uh, perhaps, perhaps that's not not so bad, in a way. Um, one of four starters back on the defensive line, and that is uh, Rashawn Wilkins Jr. Uh, only one of three in the linebacking core, so those are the big question marks. Secondary's got three of four back, so they should be all right in the secondary, even though the secondary wasn't very good last year. So. Maybe I'm wrong. Hundred uh, twelfth scoring defense in the country, ninety first r- against the run, which you expect. Perhaps I know it's an only SEC schedule, but maybe that will go back. And the pass defense was one nineteen out of hundred twenty seven. Uh, total defense charting at one twenty one with yardage. That's that's not great. Um, yeah, I think they still could struggle here, but I do think Clark Lee, being a guy that's been involved with defense for a while now, um that helps. Although I guess you could say Derek Mason is a defensive guy too, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess they'll still be bad. They'll still probably be bad, but I think this offense is going to keep them in some of these games. And like I said, this, the the sec East has, someone's got to win these games against Tennessee and South Carolina and Kentucky. Yes. Maybe Kentucky is a tier above that, I guess, even though, yeah, I think they are. I, I think they are. Um, but Kentucky was a team that averaged like what, like 110 yards passing offense 
now a season ago, that's got to get better and probably probably will, but that will, I'll tell you that much. It will keep, it will keep those other sec opponents in, in games with them. If you can't, if you can't, if you're that one dimensional offensively, um, let's get to it though. This win total is sitting at uh, three and a half for the Commodores. Uh, you look at this unit, this team, there's opportunity to hit this over. I don't, we'll go game by game, but I can tell you this with, if you were just blindly thinking, okay, they started a freshman quarterback last year. Well, he's now a sophomore. He returns his receivers. They got two capable running backs. The offensive line get, getting players back huge. Now they have a ton of depth at that spot. Yes, they have defensive problems, but they had defensive problems a year ago. Yes, they were 0 and 9, but that was an SEC only uh, schedule. And like I mentioned, they were in some of those games against AM and Mississippi State and Kentucky. They lost by three to Kentucky. So why not? And then when you consider Clark Lee, oh, he's a first year coach, so maybe hit reset. Well, so is so is Shane Beamer. So is Josh Heupel. Just just making the case. Um, let's get to it. They uh, and they also, I mean, they draw from the West. They draw the Mississippi school, the Mississippi school. So it could have been worse. You could have got an LSU or a Bama or even Auburn or something. I think you know with the Mississippi schools, there's more of a chance. But let's get to it. Week one, Saturday, September fourth, East Tennessee State. The Buccaneers come to Nashville. Uh, last time they played, Vandy won thirty-eight-three. But the Buc- uh, the Buccaneers were four and two in the FCS season, so. Maybe they can make it a game, but who am I kidding? We're on Vanderbilt here. Clark Lee's first win comes in state against the Buccaneers. Um, this is the one, though. And I think if you're a Vanderbilt fan, if you're a Vanderbilt fan, well, first the next two, but specifically this one at Colorado State, uh, Saturday, September 11th. This is the, I, that's a far trip to Fort Collins. The last time, uh, Arkansas went to the, the or last time the sec went to Fort Collins, they took an L, uh, with Arkansas going up there and losing in Fort Collins. This is the one you circle Vanderbilt's three and four all time against the mountain West, by the way. So, I mean, they just got, and I think they got their ass whooped by UNLV in Nashville. What? Just two years ago, I think. And they're zero and two on the road. So Interesting spot here. Vanderbilt's, you know, this is a big one. I think if you're going to cash your over ticket, this is one you want. I'm going to take Colorado state altitudes, a a factor. I think uh, Colorado state's just a little bit ahead of of Vanderbilt at the moment now, but it wouldn't surprise me one bit. If Vanderbilt won this game, I expect this to be a 27, 24, you know, 31, 27 game, something like that. Give me Colorado state to get that done. But here's another thing. Steve Adazio has been known, known to play down. And, and when it play down, I mean, like his special teams will fuck up in the biggest moments against a team that they should beat. It happens all the time. Boston college, even last year at Colorado state. So keep that in mind, but they come all the way back home on the 18th of September to take on Stanford. Stanford is going to be on its third straight away game. Stanford's schedule, number one uh, ranked hardest schedule, in my opinion, Arkansas being second, but uh, 
Stanford starts the the season with three games on the road, this being the third. So you couldn't catch them at a better spot. The question is, can you beat Stanford? I think, I think it could be a game could be a game considering third straight away game for the, uh, for the Cardinal. Uh, I'm going Stanford here. So I started my one and two, but like I said, if you can steal any of these, you're going to smash that over in my opinion. Uh, then after Stanford, you welcome in the Bulldogs of Georgia on September 25th. That will be a loss. And then October 2nd, Yukon comes to town. I expect Yukon to be slightly better than they used to be after the New York times gave them that national championship. What a ridiculous paper. Um, I think they're going to be a little bit better than what we're projecting Yukon to be, but at the same time, they should be Yukon. If not, there's a problem. Um, so give me them to beat UConn. I got them sitting there at two and three. And like I said, if they could have just stole one against Colorado state or Stanford be three and three, it could be looking promising after uh Yukon, They have back-to-back away games at Florida, at the swamp. They won't win that. And then at South Carolina, the South Carolina one, look, I, I have South Carolina winning that game, but I don't know what to expect from the Gamecocks. Um, you know, they're very inexperienced at a lot of positions. So maybe that could be a game. I don't know. Uh, so that, that to me is one, if you're a Vanderbilt fan, I think you circle, I mean, you could make a case. They beat East Tennessee state, Colorado state and South Carolina. I still think Stanford's just a better team, but it's, but that's a far trip and where they catch Stanford is great too. So you can make a case that they win four games by, by the 16th and you're cashing that over. Now, uh, or, or, or even best case scenario five, that won't happen. But I'm saying like, it's possible East Tennessee state, Colorado state Stanford with the way that their schedule aligns getting three there and perhaps getting a Yukon as four and then South Carolina as five. And then you come back home to Mike Leach and Mississippi state, which I mean, I, that's just a seven point game a season ago in Starkville. I still think Mississippi State's going to be a lot better than we saw them a season ago. I think just getting spring ball and your, you know, air raid is very much so based on rhythm and timing. So that couldn't really happen last year. And will Rogers, uh, the freshman quarterback, uh, you know, he played in the air raid. So I do think Mississippi state will be, be able to win this game, but it wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't shock me. Uh, then they're home to Missouri. Uh, they get a bye week and then they're home to Kentucky. Kentucky only beat them by three a season ago. Then they're at Ole Miss and uh, at Tennessee, two sets of back-to-back away games within the SEC. You gotta love the death blow the SEC gives Arkansas and and Vanderbilt year after year. I mean, Vanderbilt's playing more back-to-back away games this season than Alabama has played in the past five years. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And Arkansas is doing the same thing. So, uh, gun to my head though. I think you play the, the under it's a new coach. I got them losing the Colorado state. The only wins I have them having basically are East Tennessee state, Yukon and a random sec one. I got them at three wins. If they beat Colorado state, you're looking at your over, or if they beat Stanford, you're looking at your over. I just think going to Fort Collins far trip. And I think Stanford's still better than you. So I'm going to say, take the under, I think you're going to look at a, a, you know, two and 10, three and nine season, but there's opportunity. You could actually sit here and talk yourself into a bowl and it wouldn't be ridiculous. East Tennessee state, Colorado state, 
Stanford, Yukon, South Carolina, Kentucky, and Tennessee. You could talk yourself into a bowl. You could talk yourself into a seven win season. I'm not going to buy it, but I'm saying stranger shit's happened. I'm on the under, but I think it's a nice schedule. Well, it's not a nice schedule because they get two sets of back to back away games, but it's nice as in the fact that they play in the sec East. Yeah. I think Heather Dinich mentioned that the sec East she thinks is the, is the worst division in the power five. I think uh, that she, she might have a point. I think it's up there. I think them and, and probably uh, I think, I think she's right. Can you name me? I think she's probably right. I think just this year though, most years, not the case, but this year with the uncertainties at South Carolina, Tennessee and Vanderbilt. And then you add in the fact that I don't think Florida is a top 25 team. And then you add in the fact that Kentucky, although I like them, they were disappointing a season ago. And if they can't be, if they're that one dimensional, they're not going to be very good this year, but someone's got to win these games. And even Missouri, Missouri was five and five a season ago. I, I tend to think Missouri is going to be a good team this year, but until they prove it, we can't just say, Hey, Oh, they're legit. Um, I still say you take the under though, despite there being opportunities for wins here. I'm going to play the Commodores on the under. I don't love the play because of the sec East schedule. And the fact they're also getting Stanford in a great spot. And uh, even I mean, you could also make a case, I guess that they could lose to a bunch of these teams, but I don't know. I, th- I think you take the under that's my, that's my play here. Um, I, I think that's just the, the, the smarter side. I think it's like a 60, 40 play 60%. I feel on, on taking the under 40%. I, I feel on taking the over. So uh, there we go. All right, guys, if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, subscribe because we're breaking down all 130 college football teams. Yes. There'll be a solo podcast for each and every team in the, the sec, each and every team in the FBS, even some FCS previews will probably get out there and uh, subscribe also to the college basketball experience. Jerry Stackhouse, bringing back Scotty Pippen jr. I think was huge. Maybe he's been unfortunate. Uh, I don't think he's a bad coach. I think he's just had injuries. So Vanderbilt basketball, I think could be a tougher team this year than we are realizing. Uh, so uh, subscribe to the college basketball experience. When we talk, where we talk college basketball year round over there on that feed, when we talk college football year round over here on this feed. Yes. Uh, me, Patty C NC, Nick handicap, every single division one college football and college basketball game and doing it for four years. And we've never had a losing season as a collective, but also independently for each sport. We've never had a losing season. So obviously as a collective, we're over 500. We're also way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that for free on the SGPN app, which you can download for free in the app store, or Google play store. Go do that. And uh, yes, and watch, I mean, look, w- if you download it, if you're that swift to download that app, which is awesome, you're going to get all of our picks, all of our podcasts. And we just had Phil Steele on the show, Bill Burr. Uh, I mean, just a slew of uh, Randy Cross was on talking Georgia football and uh, some other college football. He's a big Navy guy. You'll get all those. You'll get all those and you'll get, we just gave away a thousand dollars in the NBA finals. We got six figures up for grabs with the NFL week one. So come on get that thing. And when you do give us a five-star review, say some nice things about us. And if you do that, take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Colby D show me that screenshot. Give me a follow. And I will, uh, I will send you a college experience t-shirt at the Colby D Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. 
NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K the college football experience new to Twitter and Instagram at TCE on SGPN. Give them a follow and the sports gambling podcast networks on Twitter at the SGP network. Give them a follow and uh, check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast as well. Sometimes work tries to block you from a lot of the fun stuff. Get that Slack app. Check out the sports gambling podcast channel. You won't regret it. All right, folks, I'm on the under with the Commodores. I'll be rooting for him though. All right. This is the college football experience. Vanderbilt Commodore style. You better start thinking about yours. And we have it.